two of my very dear friends and their families have been sick the past couple of weeks, and I am their go-to person for advice on supplements and such on how to help them recover more quickly. I feel like it's time to record an episode about how to support the immune system. When you are dealing with autoimmune disease or chronic illness, your body is already in an agitated state. When it comes to avoiding extra illness, you know, staying healthy through the winter viral season, cold and flu season, whatever you call it, you're going to see all kinds of uh, home remedies and stuff coming up. People talking about things like boosting the immune system and suggesting herbs and oils and things like that to help prevent illness and or shorten the duration. As with all modalities of supporting the body out there, some are not going to be a good fit for those of us who have autoimmune disease or chronic illness and are also in a flare. Today, I want to share with you why there are certain remedies that you should probably avoid and what you can do to support your immune system this winter season. Welcome to the Therapeutic Food Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Mitchell. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, therapeutic diet expert, and founder of The Road to Living Whole. There are many different diets out there. It's hard to know which one is right for you with your chronic illness and autoimmune disease. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you the foundational pieces every single therapeutic diet out there shares, and also how to use the best one for your particular diagnosis. If you've been looking for a meal planning partner, help navigating the complicated healthcare system and want to feel better quickly, I'm your girl. Grab your kombucha and notebook. Let's dive in. I'm a huge fan of avoiding pharmaceutical medications as much as possible and instead using herbs, homeopathy, and food instead. When it comes to preventing viral infections such as cold and flu and all the other ones out there, you're going to see a lot of recommendations. They are all good, but may not be good for you in your current health state. There are two that are extremely popular for very good reasons, but are not going to be a good fit if you're struggling with a flare-up of symptoms. These two are echinacea and elderberry. Please don't go hating on me. They are great remedies for those who are in a healthy asymptomatic state, not for those who are dealing with a flare-up of their symptoms. Here's the thing. These wonderful remedies boost the immune system. Well, right now, you don't need any help boosting your immune system. It's already supercharged. This boost often makes your symptoms worse by stimulating the immune system more. It does not need to go into hyperdrive. What we need to do instead is support the immune system. Supporting the immune systems means we are reducing or ideally completely eliminating the things that suppress it while consuming the foods and nutrients that help it function optimally. So how do we do that? I'm so glad you asked. Here are seven strategies to support your immune system. Number one, we need to cut the added sugar and completely avoid artificial sweeteners. I know it's not easy this time of year. Not only is it viral season, it's also the holiday season where every time we turn around, we're being offered sugar-filled treats, biscotti, cookies, hot chocolate, 
peppermint mocha, candy-coated popcorn, and the list just goes on, and it's literally everywhere. Consuming excessive amounts of sugar suppresses the immune system, and excessive amounts, what they've found through studies is that 75 grams of sugar does this. And you think like, oh, that sounds like a lot. That's a big number, Marion. It adds up fast. Most Starbucks coffee drinks and, you know, Frappuccinos and stuff average around 50 grams of sugar, right? And then let's say you add a blueberry muffin or a scone or, you know, maybe later on that day, doesn't all have to be in the same like couple of hours. This is all day, 24 hours. Okay. Maybe you grab a couple of cookies or a couple pieces of chocolate, or you drink a soda, or you have some wine or something like that. Boom. You are at 75 grams. And remember artificial sweeteners also harm the immune system. So it's not a workaround. So, you know, pick and choose. Be choosy with what you are consuming. If you want a cookie or some fudge or something like that, then don't drink the super sweet flavored coffee drinks. Make your coffee at home and don't flavor it. You know, those big Starbucks drinks are dessert. They are not your morning coffee. Okay. Number two, consume bone broth daily. Unless you're suffering from something like histamine intolerance, drinking bone broth daily helps uh, heal and keep the lining of your intestines healthy and tight knit. And this prevents viruses and other pathogens from getting in, in through that way and into your bloodstream. Okay, so typically we get viruses through our eyes, our nose, and our mouth. Okay, so if we can reduce what's coming in through our mouth, right, and we're swallowing it and things like that, then we're less likely to get sick if the intestines are in a healthy state. But they also include some amino acids that also support the immune system. So bone broth has something called oreganine, I think I said that right, which is essential for the proper functioning of the immune system as well as the liver, then you have glutamine. This helps speed up your metabolism so that your immune system does its job more quickly and effectively. Okay. And then you have glycine, which boosts the glutathione production. And glutathione is our master antioxidant. So it helps everything work ideally or optimally, right? And it also improves your quality of sleep, which is also essential for an effective immune system. The next thing I want to talk about is vitamin C. But don't go grabbing that orange juice, okay? Without the fiber from the actual fruit, you're basically drinking pure sugar. And we've already talked about how detrimental sugar is to the immune system, right? So instead, you want to eat plenty of winter squash, orange vegetables, dark leafy greens, things like that. Um, I also like to consume an apple cider vinegar tonic, which gives you a nice boost of vitamin C, but it also makes your stomach acid more acidic, which means it's killing pathogens before it even gets to your intestines, which is like great, right? So what I like to do is um, take eight ounces, one cup of warm water. And I'll add the juice from one lemon, which is about a tablespoon. And then um, I do a tablespoon of raw apple cider vinegar. You can do uh, a teaspoon and work your way up. It is just as effective. And then I also like to do a little bit of raw local honey and a dash of cinnamon. 
I think it actually tastes pretty dang good and it's beneficial in so many ways, including supporting the immune system. Other nutrients that support the immune system include vitamin A, retinol, okay, not beta carotene, vitamins D and E. Vitamin E actually makes vitamin C work better. And then you also need minerals like selenium and zinc. Now I do want to highlight vitamin D a bit. You know, you need to know your vitamin D levels and supplement appropriately. We all hear, at least in the health and wellness world, I feel like I'm just, it's like vitamin D over and over and over and over again. And it's true when in the winter we are cold, the sun, the, the angle of the earth and the sun means our bodies cannot produce vitamin D on its own. Plus we're not walking around practically naked in the sunlight most days, right? So we're not getting vitamin D from our environment. And then typically people eat really low fat. So they're not getting vitamin D from their food. Okay. So it's like, where do you live and how covered up are you? And what are you eating? All that stuff plays a role. When your vitamin D is too low, the body doesn't have what it needs to fight off pathogens straight up. I don't recommend guessing a simple blood draw that is super affordable. If your insurance won't pay for it, your doctor won't write a script for it. You know, cash pay, it's like $50. Okay. To find out what your number is. And if it's not in the ideal range, supplement accordingly. The typical dosing when you're not sick is anywhere between 2,000 IUs a day and 8,000 IUs a day. Just kind of depends on where you're at. I do recommend getting expert advice on this, okay? And then once you've reached the ideal range, you'll typically go to a lower dose or keep it the same. It just kind of depends on the body, right? Testing uh, after like a month or maybe six weeks is a really good idea as well. Number five is to stay well hydrated. Our immune system is highly dependent on the nutrients in our bloodstream, right? So our bloodstream is mostly made up of water. If we don't have enough water, we cannot properly transport nutrients to each organ system. So staying well hydrated is very important. And it's also important for detoxification pathways, which is uh, also includes our lymphatic system, right? And our lymphatic system is like what cleans everything up and transports nutrients to like the skin and the capillaries and all of this stuff. So we need our detoxification pathways to be functioning optimally so we can clear out these foreign invaders and other waste materials more quickly, right? Number six is to exercise consistently. Exercise increases the circulation right? Of the immune cells throughout the body. And this makes sense, right? When we exercise, our heart rate goes up, our blood pumps more quickly through the body. It raises our body temperature, which helps kill pathogens as well, like viruses and harmful bacteria. It also reduces the stress response. It reduces cortisol in the body while it increases endorphins, right? So it's all good all around. And you only need about 30 minutes of moderate activity per day to get the benefits exercise offers the immune system. So this can look like two 15-minute walks per day while you're out enjoying the wintry weather. I don't know what people do where it's like really cold and snowy and rainy and such in the winter. I live in Phoenix, Arizona, so this is our hiking and biking. This is our outdoor season, not just hop in the pool season, right? 
um, back when I was in college, I, I went to college in Tennessee and I just worked out in the college gym where I was dancing in a club. Um, so I do have to say, I, I do love living in Phoenix. It makes it a lot easier, but no matter where you live, getting physical activity is going to help you be sick less often and shorten the duration when you do get sick. And number seven, making sleep a priority. Sleep and the immune system have what is called a bi-directional relationship. They impact each other. When you're sick, you're more tired, right? And if your sleep is great, the immune system is balanced and effective. If you aren't getting great sleep, your immune system is weakened and not as efficient. So sleep impacts immune memory as well. This is called the adaptive immune system, and it also impacts inflammation in the body. So one way a lack of sufficient sleep impacts your immune system is it doesn't have the time to take care of and manage inflammation in the body. And as we know, inflammation is a root cause of many diseases and worsening symptoms. So by cutting sleep short, the inflammation persists. Getting sufficient sleep is a top priority for preventing illness, and it also actually helps reduce autoimmune and chronic illness symptoms as well. There are multiple ways of supporting the immune system, and this was just kind of like scratching the surface. This is like kind of the standard stuff. There's always more that we can do, and you're going to hear of a lot of different remedies, a lot of different herbs out there. In fact, uh, my best friend just texted me this morning. She's having a lot of like mucus and stuff. And she was like, Hey, I saw that you can boil like thyme and these other herbs and then breathe it in and it'll loosen mucus. Will this work? Well, you know, so there's lots and lots of things out there. Um, but this is just kind of like the baseline stuff. You start here and then you can refine it depending on what you have going on. Okay. So quick review, you want to support the immune system, not boost it, right? And you can support it by reducing added sugar and avoiding artificial sweeteners, drinking bone broth daily, getting in vitamin C from, you know, sources like lemons and orange, you know, orange colored winter squash and dark leafy greens, things like that. Know your vitamin D level and supplement accordingly. Stay well hydrated, exercise consistently and make sleep a priority. When it comes to eating well, I have a couple of places where I can help you get started. I highly recommend downloading my free guide. It gives you a super solid place to start. And then join my Facebook community. In there, I go live while cooking. I share lots of recipes. I have impromptu and scheduled workshops that are more food and cooking related. And then there's just a really great community in there. And if you want expert help on getting off of this diet for diagnosis bandwagon and learning how to eat for when you are in a flare up and when you are not, I have my coaching program, which is called the Therapeutic Food Framework, and that will get you there. So I've been doing one-on-one -on -one coaching for almost 10 years and I took my one-on-one -on -one coaching and I made it into a hybrid program that is part coaching and part online course. So you still get one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions with me, but then also you get kind of a step-by-step -step lesson plan, right? And it has all of the handouts and all of the meal plans and all the information in one place. So I used my clients over the years, lose the emails, lose the handouts. They can't, they got buried in their email, right? We get so much email and stuff. And so 
I was like, I want to make this easier for everybody. Plus, it, information gets overwhelming. And so there's just certain standard information that everybody needs and that everybody gets when they work with me. And so that's all in there. And you can go back and watch it and you can dig deeper and you can reread and like get more out of it as you've made changes and you're like prepared for that information. So it just really sets you up for success. The other thing that I love about making it this hybrid coaching program is you also get a a student community. Like there's other people who are clients who are going through the same thing that you are with chronic illness and autoimmune disease. And it's lonely. People don't understand it who are healthy, right? So now you have a place to share your wins and to ask questions. And I'm going to go live and do group coaching calls. And, you know, you'll be able to kind of see what other people are going through and go, oh, that's a great tip. I'm going to write that one down or ask your questions and help somebody else. And it's just really great. I'm, I love it. I'm really excited about it. Now, I will have all the links for these three in the show notes for you to check out. And if you feel like it's a good fit, be able to join. And that's the end for today. I look forward to meeting you here again next week. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review? sharing a screenshot on social media or sharing the link with a friend by you sharing what you've learned others are able to find this podcast and join our community be sure to check out my website www.roadtolivingwhole.com for over 160 delicious recipes a variety of meal plans and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www.roadtolivingwhole.com backslash health dash coaching backslash. Until next time, friend. Bye.